Hey everyone, welcome to Music Marketing Monday. My name is Andrew Southworth, and today we're going to be talking about how you can make 2024 the best year ever for your music. So if you're not subscribed yet, you can go to musicmarketingmonday.com or click the link in the show notes below to join over 7,000 other music artists, managers, and labels getting actionable music marketing advice sent to their inbox every single Monday. Or in this case, it's a Tuesday because Monday was New Year's Day. <laughs> um, but anyways, let's dive into it. So the first thing we're going to be talking about is having a release plan. And it seems obvious to some people, but for a lot of people, it doesn't. Ideally, at the start of a year or really just whatever period of promotion you're talking about, you should have some idea of how your releases are going to go throughout the year. Now, this doesn't mean you need to have release dates for every song throughout the year, just a general cadence for how things are going to go. For example, you should know if you're going to be releasing a new single roughly every six weeks, or maybe even knowing the release dates for the first three singles with general spacing for the singles that come after it would be great. So maybe you know, we're going to have a single mid-January, we're going to have one late February, we're going to have one early April, something like that. That'd be great to know. And then as you're releasing stuff, you're kind of constantly evaluating what the next couple months after that wave is going to be. Now, this will change again throughout the year based on those numbers, but you, you really do want to create some type of plan and also write it down. Like it sounds silly, but something about thinking about a plan, writing it down just makes it that much more tangible. And there's actually a lot of studies online that show that when you, when you have an idea, your chances of implementing it are very small. When you write down the idea, it like triples the chances of you actually achieving it. And then when you actually write it down and come up with a plan, it gets even better. So the more thorough you, you plan stuff out, the more likely you are to actually achieve your goal. Now, the next thing is creating a content strategy. And a lot of artists hate the word content and they don't enjoy social media. <laughs> However, making content around your music is incredibly important, not only for organic social media growth, but also for audience engagement and for ad creatives. And this is not going to change going 2024. Social media and, and content marketing has only really gotten more and more important as time has gone on people are finding artists with content, whether it's through organically, through like TikTok or Instagram Reels or something, or with ads. That's just how people are finding stuff. Not every genre, every niche, but the thing is having some type of content strategy is gonna feed every single thing that you try to do. Again, whether it's free marketing or it's ads, having great content will help both of those things. And if you have low quality content, it's gonna make your ads harder, your ads harder. It's gonna make your social media growth harder. So ideally, you need to find content that you can make in volume, that you enjoy making, and that people want to watch. So for example, if you love playing live, making performance videos should be enjoyable and easy for you, right? Like if you love playing live, what's the difference between you playing live or performing in front of a camera versus doing it in front of a crowd, right? There's no difference. And so that should make things a lot more enjoyable and easy for you. And that type of content can do well especially if you're an impressive artist, right? If you've got an amazing voice and you can perform and consistently be an amazing vocalist, people are going to latch onto it. And it's just a matter of creating enough content that's, that's decently high quality to let people love you. And also making content in volume, it's going to make you better at making content, right? This is the whole quality versus quantity debate for not just content, but for music. But one thing is that having the quantity will produce the quality. Like you shouldn't be posting trash anywhere, but uh, if you have something that's maybe like a B, but you make a hundred things that are like a B, by the time you're on number 100, you're going to be like an A minus, right? So the, the, the quantity will produce better quality over time. Now, the next thing is you're going to want to choose marketing channels. There are a ton of ways to promote your music effectively in general. All of them work. 
For example, there's social media content, there's paid advertising, there's collaborating with other artists, there's playlist promotion, there's playing live, there's PR, and there's, there's like a million other things you could list. But you need to pick what you're going to be doing. And again, this might sound obvious, but you know, pretty much uh, everyone's going to be doing social media. And if you have a budget, I recommend having paid advertising be your main thing. And very likely meta ads. Right now, meta ads are better than TikTok ads. They're better than Snapchat ads. They're better than YouTube ads. Might not be the same a year out from now, but right now I recommend if you have paid budget, uh, putting most of it towards meta ads. Now, if you have a massive budget, then there's other things you can do, but I'm assuming most of you do not. But the reason why I want you to think about all these marketing channels is because from all the artists I've talked to that have quote unquote made it in the music industry, they're professional artists that make a living from the music, etc. It's never just one thing that results in their success. It's very rare that I talk to someone and they tell me that the only like the the only thing I did and the reason I'm successful is because I ran just amazing Facebook ads or <laughs> or the only thing I did was I just posted videos on social media. And actually the posting videos on social media there are people who blew up doing that and pretty much nothing else. But there's also people I know who like they make a living from their music and it was all started with just ads and they did pretty much nothing else. But for most of these people they did like five of these things. Like they posted social media content, they collaborated with other artists, they played live, they ran ads, they did PR, like they did everything they possibly could. And it wasn't just one thing that blew them up. And the thing that blew them up won't necessarily be the thing that blows you up as an artist because the times are constantly changing. Every artist is different, every genre is different, every song is different. But you need to consider these marketing channels because you might find there's some of them that just work better for you or ones that you that fit into your life and your beliefs better right? There's certain things you're just not going to want to do. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're in a time where not doing social media at all is not really an option, but that doesn't mean you have to be a TikTok star, right? Not everyone is going to fit on TikTok. You might do better on Facebook. You might do better on Snapchat. You might do better on a podcast. You might do better blogging. It's different for everybody. Now, um, I lost track of what I was saying. <laughs> uh, very often people are doing multiple things at a time and one thing needs to another until eventually something happens and it's different for everyone. And any, anyone promising that you can just do one simple thing or one easy thing to be successful is likely trying to rip you off or something, right? It's almost never one thing and it's almost never easy. It might be simple, but it might, it's probably not gonna be easy. And one thing that I think is great is when people look for advice from different people. So you're listening to me right now, it probably means you like my content, <laughs> but I'm not an expert in every single thing in music marketing. Also, uh, there's other people out there that you might watch that they, they have their own areas of expertise, but they're probably not as much of an expert in a lot of the things that I'm an expert in, right? So it's good to get multiple opinions. And on that note, I'm running a music marketing summit in a couple of weeks, January 16th to January 18th. And we have over 10 hours of content from over 15 experts in the music industry, music business, music marketing, covering different topics and approaches. So if you want to check that out, check the link in the show notes to join. You can join completely for free and consume all the videos from the summit. We do also have a VIP package where you can get replay access and also access to uh, watch the live stream recordings and pre-submit questions and all that. So check out the link in the show notes if you want to do that. But, you know, when it comes to figure out marketing channels. I'm an expert in certain things, but it's great to get a second set of opinion. And the summit's a great way to see who else is making music marketing content out there and see what they have to offer. But also YouTube, right? You probably found me from YouTube. That's my biggest channel. But, um, you know, 
look up some other people as well. I encourage you to look around and find out all the little tidbits that you can learn from different people across this space. So I do have some new content that came out in the last week or so. One was albums versus singles. Are albums dead? How many singles should you release for an album? And in this video, I compare singles versus albums and give my recommendation. <laughs> the next video I did is a case study where I took an artist from pretty much zero to 2,500 monthly listeners on Spotify from one song using only Facebook ads. And we got the song to 32,000 streams and counting. So check the link in the show notes to read the uh, blog article version of this episode uh, to check out links to those videos. There's some new news this week, uh, or this, some of this news is a little bit older just because of the holidays, but Koji was acquired by Linktree and is shutting down on January 31st. So if you're using Koji, you're going to have to find something else. Billboard is now going to be counting physical sales differently in 2024 in a way that may underreport sales from indie music stores. France has plans to introduce a music streaming tax, and Spotify and Deezer are not happy about it. <laughs> and Microsoft's AI chatbot Copilot can now compose songs from text prompts using Suno. I don't know if I'm saying that right. A little bit scary in the AI world, not going to lie. <laughs> so anyways, I hope you found this episode helpful. If you haven't joined yet, go to musicmarketingmonday.com. Subscribe to join over 7,000 other music artists, managers, labels, etc. Getting actionable music marketing advice sent to their inbox every single Monday. My name is Andrew Southworth, and I'll see you next video. Or not video, podcast episode. <laughs> Bye.